Já viu rico namorar pobre? Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast that you all know and love. Say la tea. Hello. We're here yet again, which is crazy because that means we are surviving and thriving in fucking 2020, which is so much different than how it feels right now. (laughs) A fucking shock. I'm in disbelief. Um, Lots has happened this week. Like, what the fuck is going on? I swear... Every day of 2020 that I wake up, I live in fear of what type of crazy news story is going to pop up on my phone. It's insane. Like this morning, Kelly Preston died. Yeah, Kelly Preston yeah. passed away. Breast cancer. It's crazy. Like what the heck? Who even knew she was sick? It's insane. But right. how, are, how are you guys handling things this week? How is it going? Not well. Mm-mm. But uh, other it? than that. Yeah, that's that's my report. I am not well. Okay, okay. well, that is definitely a way to be. And that's so okay. thank you for and that's sharing. Okay. Thank you, Shane. I know it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say this week is a lot. Of, there's a lot that's happened this week. However. It doesn't feel, in my opinion, like a lot's happened simply because it's not a lot of stuff that's being talked about all over the news. It's mainly just like social media stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But that's because the news only talks about one thing. It's fucking COVID, which great. We need to talk about it. But also Britney Spears. COVID and protest. Also, yeah, Free Britney. Hashtag. I feel like they've slowed down the protest conversation, which does piss me off because I know they're still happening. Of course they have it. They do it every single time that protests happen. Anytime that Black Lives Matter gets brought up, it's like hot topic for one week. And then all of a sudden we're on to the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to take my advice from last week when I told you guys that I am choosing to be happy this week. It definitely felt a little more difficult but it's okay because i am still choosing happiness even if it is hard so i'm okay amen to that amen yeah i mean it's just hard with all this fucking bullshit that's going on i'm trying to train myself to be mentally stable because if i can be okay during this dumpster fire of a year that means for the rest of my life i can be fine so i'm really trying to take advantage of this moment Damn, absolutely. That's a good way to look at things. Proud of you. So we talked last week about fucking Will and Jada. And then an hour after the episode posted, they fucking went on Red Table Talk. Which is literally the whole reason why we were waiting to film the episode is like we wanted to see right. the Red Table Talk. And then they waited till after we posted it. They were intimidated. Let's be honest. They were intimidated. They were like, listen, they need to get their shit out first. And then we can do the Red Table. Honestly, I think... They had to edit a lot of what was said. Their publicist had to like comb through it with a fine tooth comb. Yeah. yeah. Man, oh man. I don't even know what to say. I do. I am in a permanent entanglement for the rest of my life. Forever <laughs> after. I'm telling when you. When the internet learned the word entanglement, when she said it, I was like, I just know that this is going to be huge. As soon as this is over. I know. Honestly, um, 
So I saw Eva, you know, Eva from Real Housewives, and Eva showed me that meme that had the Netflix and some cords that were tangled and some mints. And she gave me the whole joke and I fell out. I said, Eva, why did you do this to me? Why did, did you, you ask Eva when you saw her why she was fired from Real Housewives of Atlanta? Girl, I did not have enough time. <laughs> I did not have enough time. Sherry, we are trying yeah. to take ourselves seriously as journalists. I'm going to need you to put your neck on the line to get the Ooh, girl. We're top journalists information. Now? Yes, we are. I don't know if you've noticed. We literally read other people's words from the internet and plagiarize what they say and put it out <laughs> here. So isn't that journalism? <laughs> I, you and know what? You had, right. you had a prime opportunity. Okay. Anyway, what were we talking about? Entanglement. Jada. Oh, yeah. Entanglements. Will and Jada. I, there's so much to say about this. That So much so that I'm almost speechless. All I have to say is, what in the fuck? First of all, I said, basically, my take on last week's episode was that August Alcina was making it up. I don't like that they've proved me incorrect. Okay. Um, so what is your take beyond that? Like, how are you feeling uh, about her having an entanglement with someone that's not Will Smith on the record? Listen, 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 listen. I try to be a straight shooter. I try to call it like I see it. Just like, and it's not even the fact that she was with Will when this happened, I get it. People have their own rules for their relationships. I'm not about to impose my views on someone else in terms of what their relationship would look like. I will say, just like I have a whole problem with Leonardo DiCaprio dating 21-year-olds because I think he's a predator, that's kind of where I am with this Jada situation too. And I find it to be so strange that she kept talking about how many problems she ha- he had and how she he needed all of this help and she kind of was there to help him through it. Like, that seems very predatory, in my opinion. Interesting. Um, I maintain what I said last week, which was if they are able to be a harmonious married couple, despite having an open relationship, that's impressive. I'm impressed. Um, you know, because Will sat with her at that table and he said, OK, tell us what happened. Um, I don't necessarily agree with you about the predator thing. Uh, Shane would probably argue that's because I'm a predator myself, which, you know, I will sue you later. (laughs) I will sue you later for slander, but that's okay. Um, I think that's what a relationship is about. You know, even a friendship when someone's having a problem, it's nice to lean on someone else to get some help. I hope that August Alsina got through the problems that he was having. I hope that Jada did not use that to take advantage of him. Um, so yeah, I, I want to know more, honestly, I feel like he didn't get enough. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. August Alsina, I think he was like 23 at the time. Like, that's very young. When I was 23, I didn't know what I wanted with my life. It would be very easy for someone to take advantage of me, especially that's a lie. with all you of are, this other shit that was going on. That's a lie, because you were some of the, if not the most self-aware person at every phase of your life and the most consistent that I've ever met. And while I appreciate that, if there was someone famous who was like older than me and had a reputation and I'm trying to have a career in entertainment, like, yeah, I I may take the bait. 
because it would be beneficial not only for my career, but for my status in life. And I do think it's a little opportunistic. And the fact that she kept talking about it and kind of kept talking about how much help he needed, I found that to be really strange for her to continue to highlight that about him while talking about their entanglement. And I think she thinks it's strange too, because she wouldn't call it what it was. She wouldn't call it a relationship. Even Will Smith at one point was like, you need to explain what that is. Like after the fourth time she, he, she said it, he was like, what, okay, what the fuck is an entanglement? Like, what are you talking about? Okay. I can, I can definitely see that. Uh, now that you have put it in those words. Um, I think, I think yeah. you put it well, whenever you said that, um, whenever it got brought up about like how much she brings up her helping him in the situation, because I think that's where the problem comes up. My thing is I, I side with Sherry on the age thing. I, here's the thing, 23 years old, like, okay, young or not at, at the end of the day, like at, at what point are you an adult? At what point are you allowed to like, I don't know. It's just, in my opinion, they're all adults at that point. He's 23 years old, whether she's older than him or not, like they're adults, they're capable of making their own decisions. And in my opinion, I think a lot of the issues that I've had with since this red table talk is not with them. It's with the reaction that people have had overall. And my thing is, listen, if there is any kind of agreement between Will Smith and Jada and their relationship and what they're doing, that's totally fine. It's not up to me to determine if that's right or if that's wrong. My thing is in this situation with Will August to Jada, it's three adults in a situation and how they choose to go about their life and how they choose to go about their relationships and their quote unquote entanglements is not up to me to decide. However, I think it is at a certain point, there is interesting side of that whenever you bring in the issue of like, well, he needed help and I was going to help him and blah, blah, blah. Because then, then it does become like a, a bit of a question of like, well, what were your motivations and what was your, what was your strategy behind it? You know what I mean? I agree with that. She, um, she definitely was deflecting. Like she acted like she did not engage, which was strange because you were the one entangling, if you will. Well, you kind of see the roles of power in this situation, even after years after their alleged entanglement. Like when August Alcina talks about this, he's in love with her. He never regrets what they had. It is one of his most special relationships. When Jada talks about it, it was quite plainly an entanglement. So just looking at the way they talk about this relationship, to me also says a lot about the different power angles at play. Yeah, it's infatuation. He's infatuated with her. What do you think Will Smith's role, especially him showing up to the red table with her, how do you think that, you know, affected the dynamic? Because usually, because it kind of tipped the scales because someone else that I was talking to about this, it was like Will and Jada were trying to make the public seem like it was okay. They were trying to force that notion on us. Like, what do you think about that? People go... People always jump to the whole like the rumor about like, oh, like Will Smith gave his blessing on it, quote unquote. And here's the thing in a relationship, especially in an open relationship, whether you give your blessing to have a relationship be open or not, there are still boundaries and rules that are set and put in place that can be crossed. And then with the way that Will Smith seems to be responding to it, it tells me that 
you know, while maybe the beginning of it, maybe while at the the initial thought and the initial idea of it was, okay, like I support you and I, I give you the okay to, to go ahead with that. I trust you. I think eventually something happened that subdued that trust and it ended up becoming a problem and it ended up crossing a line that they had that at least will had thought they had set in place. Maybe yeah, I can um, see that. Jada told August that will gave his consent and maybe that's not what it is. That also well, according to them, they were separated at the time. So I think that's also a gray area because they were married, but they were separated. But at the time, here's the, my opinion on that is at the time, if you're separated, even though you're still technically married, if you have separated, in my opinion, you're kind of you're kind of free. You know what I mean? Like you're still legally, you know, married to somebody. But if you as a couple have decided to separate in my opinion, like you can, you can kind of do what you want. And at that point, it's, it's not, but your that's fault not, for, that's not explicit. Um, exactly. Con- like consent right. on a relationship. That's exactly. not Will Smith blessing the relationship and giving them flowers. No, that means yeah. you I'd be free. I think I, you guys know when you break up with someone or like, you're not really broken up, but you're like taking a break something that i don't like to do but you're taking up break yeah. with someone and it's like we're on a break but Girl, then bye. they fuck someone else you know what i mean it's like okay we were on a break that doesn't mean you fuck other people you know it's just messy it's a gray area i'm not gonna lie. i don't understand so and this is this is going off on a, a whole different topic of, of ideas but my thing is it but it's relevant to the situation if you're gonna go on a break with somebody and then you you get mad because they fuck other people. I guess at, at a certain point, I start to question. Obviously, I, I get that a break means a different thing for different people, but I think that's where gray like gray areas start to develop and lines start to get really blurred. And like a break to one person might mean a totally different thing to the other person in the relationship. So I guess I just I'm interested in y'all's opinions on what do you see a break as? Because in my opinion, if someone were to tell me like, "Hey, I think we need to take a break." I'm going to do what I want. You know what I mean? Unless we specifically talk about what we're doing and, and what our rules are, at which point I wonder the survival and the, the, the stability of the relationship that we have. You know what I mean? I feel you. My take on that is I don't care if we were married and are now divorced. If you fuck someone else, you're dead to me. That being said, I think it's important that you define the terms of a relationship for that reason, because you and I have totally different takes on what a break is. Like to me, we could be done and I still do not want you to be with other people. I'm selfish that way. I know it's childish. I am who I am. I have flaws. Oh, girl. But so, my question girl. at that point is, do you want to be with other people? I yeah. can be with whoever the fuck I want. Yes. Damn. See, see, that's where, that's where, that's where we're going to have some beef because I don't think that's, I don't oh, agree no, with that. It's not fair. I agree. It's not fair. But that's what I'm saying is it's like, no matter what the situation is, whether it's a break or whether it's a marriage, people need to be very explicit about what their expectations are. I don't think I people have those conversations. Mm, it's like, I don't, I don't think it's just that, though. I think people say things and they haven't completely thought them through at the time that they've said them. So they probably feel differently when it actually happens. They're like, oh, wait, I actually hate that. But it's like, how are you to know unless it happens to you? It's like one of those things. That's like, true. Bro, 
you know, like we're on a break, but of course I didn't expect her to go out and fuck someone else. But now that she has, I, I just, I simply don't know, you know, like it's, I'm impressed that they're still together. Like I said, but to go to the red table talk and to bring it up and to talk about it publicly, I think is a really, really admirable thing that they did. And it, it, it just speaks the truth to the two of them as a couple that they've communicated and they do have a strong sense of connection with each other, which I think is great. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to hop into the rumor that's swirling around everyone's fucking social media these days. We'll be back. So this week, um, I think a lot of stuff has come up regarding the hashtag free Britney. Um, have you guys seen that online? You were the one who I had. Well, I was about yeah. to say that, yeah. So, <laughs> so first of all, like as a as a Britney Spears stand from the beginning, I literally like since I was like a little kid, I I always joke with people that that's whenever my parents knew that I was gay was whenever I made them on an entire <laughs> six and a half hour drive from Pensacola to Tampa listen to the "Oops, I Did It Again" tape for hours on end. Learned oh the choreography, <laughs> knew it all. It's incredible. That's Britney's my girl. So listen, listen. I love Beyonce. I love all them. Britney's number one for me. Always has been. Oh, I love Britney too. Trust me, she was literally so my sweet. religion for years. Oh yeah, like, and she's phenomenal. She's incredibly talented. And and recently, there's been a lot of questioning regarding her Instagram because it's just been weird. Like it. it it, we're and people joke about the fact that we're seemingly getting a lot of like flashbacks to like her initial like 2007 meltdown and that we're maybe on the brink of another one however in the midst of all that a lot of people have been speaking about the the injustice and the um inappropriate actions that have been taken towards britney and the control over her over the past several years um Essentially, just to give a to give a recap of of kind of what's going on, um, free Britney hashtag free Britney started trending recently, and it all started basically whenever people started to notice um, that somebody had said like, "Hey, in your next," someone commented on Instagram was like, "Hey, in your next video, if you need help, like wear yellow," and she wore a, a yellow crop top and did this really weird like almost boomerang style modeling video and specifically oh, the one where the, she brings out the flowers or something. Yes. 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 In the white and shorts. Specifically. Yes. And specifically mentioned, like, I love this yellow top and blah, blah, blah. And it started people like on this, this trend that, that has been talked about for years, but it's now finally like really getting to the surface that Britney Spears is essentially completely like under the control of her father and the law. Um, and ever since her her public meltdown back in 2007, after she shaved her head and um, like had locked herself in her home with her kids, um, she started wearing the, her like pink wig and started speaking in a British accent. And it, it basically, I mean, you guys remember, you guys remember 2007, right? Like 2007 Absolutely. was a lot. Do I remember um, 2007? Exactly. Exactly. Leave Britney like, alone. Truly. Leave I Britney honestly, alone. very insensitively referenced 2007 
Britney Spears whenever I personally am having a very minor meltdown. I like to call it having a Britney. We all do. No, and I, I've done the same exact thing. And I, and, and now looking back on, I'm like, Jesus, like that's really unacceptable. But uh, hashtag leave Britney alone has turned into hashtag free Britney. So essentially, um, after the meltdown, her father basically petitioned courts to be a conservator to her until she was quote unquote mentally stable and for a year's time. It's been basically 12 years going since then. And at this point, as a 38-year-old old woman, she, let me just, like, let, let me read you this list real quick of things that someone had brought up, like things that she cannot do without her father's permission. She cannot do the following things without her father's permission. And if she does, she can be legally locked up in a mental health facility. Everything from driving a car to voting to getting married, to having children, to spending her own money on her own accord, to seeing how her money is being spent, to see her children, which she only has 30% custody of, to leave her home, to hire her own lawyer, to have any control over her career, to speak about the conservatorship publicly, to do interviews that aren't scripted, to use a cell phone without being monitored, to use social media without being monitored, and to essentially contact anyone without being monitored or at least having them extremely vetted in the process. So overall, she's essentially been on, like we we all joke about being on lockdown for the past couple of months with COVID stuff. She's been on lockdown for 12 years now. And it's it makes a lot of the, the Instagram posts where people talk about her being stir crazy and you know, on the verge of a, of another mental breakdown, it makes it make a lot more sense. Um, so essentially right now we're just trying to make awareness to the fact and bring it up and just talk about it and get it exposed so that hopefully we can get her back on track to have just basic human freedoms. It's awful. Yeah, it is awful. Um, I'm surprised people did not know about this. I remember hearing about her conservatorship like maybe five years ago. Um, and like you said, this is something that's been going on for like 12 fucking years. It's insane. I do wonder though about her stability. To question her sanity, I think, and this isn't to call you up for what you said a minute because I don't I don't disagree with you, but I think that there is something to be said in the sense that whenever people talk about mental quote unquote illness, we tend to just disregard it and we tend to push it off and we tend to act like it's, it's literally just that, that it's an illness that needs to be cured. And we don't always factor in as a society. We don't always factor, especially in pop culture. We don't factor in the elements that put that person in the situation that they're in. And I think that, I I, I mean, I mean, I, I can't blame her for if, Cause I don't, I don't disagree. I think that, you know, you watch her videos on YouTube, you watch her stuff online. Like there is an element to it. That's like, this is weird. It's just not how people act, but can you blame her? Like if you were being controlled in every single action of your life, I, I can't, I can't say personally that I would act any differently. I don't blame her at all. I think that her erratic behavior is definitely warranted, but I also don't think that that means she should have autonomy over her life. I do think that maybe her father isn't the right person to be the conservator of her life. Maybe there needs to be a more trusted confidant, but 
I agree. I think that she definitely has a reason to be kind of acting a little bit bizarrely, but that could also mean that she could be a danger to herself. Like, I think that, yeah, mental health is a huge issue and it requires rehabilitation and care. And I don't think she's getting that now and she needs it, but I also don't think that she should go without it. And she can get mental health, like mental health help without being controlled and isolated and taken away from society entirely. Like, and I think that's where, like, she still has a career as a solo artist. She still claims to be recording. Like, and at that point, like, I just don't, I almost think limiting her and I almost think locking her in and, and forcing her to sit with this and constantly reminding her of 2007 isn't helpful at the end of the day. Like, the fact that she can't control what she does with her own money or what she does with her own life to me is is only continuing to build upon the pressure that she's already been feeling and has been feeling since 2007 i don't think we've done much to help her since then you know what i mean you know what this makes me think about like how's jamie lynn spears doing because she got pregnant right after um and stopped zoe 101 right after the 2007 meltdown like around 2008 I, I truly want to know what her sister says about this. Well, her sister, Jamie Lynn Spears, is on a new show on Netflix. So she's like a fully functioning member of society. I see. So like, how's your sister doing? Like, what do you think about, you know, your father having this conservatorship? It's disgusting that she's as just being used as a source of of, of money. And I mean, there, there's rumors that, you know, whenever she had first started, whenever she had first signed um, as an artist that like and there's been videos before that people have brought up that her real singing voice is very, very different. And it's very similar to Christina Aguilera. But that wasn't marketable because Christine Aguilera was around at the time. So they had her morph her voice to become more of like this, like kind of baby sounding voice in this, you know, typical Britney Spears that we know today. And to me, I think who she is now and what she's dealing with at the moment is just a culmination of an entire lifetime of control by outside sources. And it, it's time for that to stop. Yeah, I think that the controlling nature of her life and her career definitely has played into this. I think also her skyrocket to fame, just as we've seen with many celebrities, also plays a part. Um, she definitely had a steady decline in 2007. Like, I remember there were pictures of her vagina everywhere because she was like flashing her vagina like every time she was going out with Paris Hilton. She was caught by paparazzi driving with her less than two-year-old child in her lap without a seatbelt on. Like, she was definitely like feeling the pressure and going off the rails. So this is clearly like a long standing issue and whatever help they think they're giving her clearly is doing nothing at all. Yeah. It's just backfiring. This makes me so sad. Honestly. It's awful. Um, it's just the way we treat the quote unquote mentally ill people is, isn't is fucking infuriating. But more important than that, it makes me never want children to be stars because it seems like there is a direct correlation to children being in the spotlight and being i don't know malfunctioning adults it's it's disconcerting is that the right word i don't know yeah um it is yeah. and i agree okay i'm 
I, it really makes me want to take a look at the industry as a whole, because if they started molding her into something she wanted to be, and that's who she was not, that could be also a huge part of it. Because when you watch the IG clips, she looks like a little girl. She looks like she's four years old. Yeah, it's and honestly reminiscent of Michael Jackson syndrome. That's what I was about to say. I don't want another child star to have a Michael Jackson problem. Like that is that pulls me deep in my core because we did them a disservice as people. I oh my God. agree more. Even Pink, like Pink talks about that in all of her her music. Like they wanted me to be like Christina, like Britney, and I refused. But she's a well, she's very well functioning in this society today as a mom. You know what I mean? Like, I, it also makes me think about, so is this what I'm getting into as I journey or try to get into Hollywood? Is this why the universe stopped me from succeeding in this industry? I mean, who's to say? Yeah. And it's like, she was trying to get away, but she, it's kind of like she's in the sunken place now. And I am so sad. She's like, she's literally screaming, get out to people as she cries on IG clips. Like, yeah, it's really sad. This yellow, this yellow shirt is great. Like, girl, what, what are you, what message are you trying to send me? Do I want to decode it? I'm scared it, for you. It's really sad. And I just, she needs real, like real help. And uh, she needs it now, whether it's that her conservatorship is revised or what, but yeah, this is just, a true American tragedy. Another conspiracy that's kind of hit the internet. Um, I mean, there's really not much to say about this because who's to say either way, but have you guys heard about Wayfair gate? Wayfair. You have just what I need. You mean that Wayfair gate? I mean, Wayfair selling children on the internet gate. That's so for those of you who are unaware there's really not much to this story other than the fact that it had come to the attention of many people on the internet that Wayfair has certain items for sale that are seemingly duplicate items where one item is at a reasonably price, a reasonable price point that you'd expect for the item with a different name. And then the same exact item would have a kind of very, unique and exotic name with an astronomical price point next to it. Internet Sluice of the World did some digging and found a lot of those like incredibly inflated price points had names that were reminiscent of missing children. So the internet was ablaze with rumors of human trafficking related to Wayfair, which is crazy. I don't know what that was. I'm so what sorry. was that? <laughs> yeah, what? I just got so scared because we're talking about human trafficking, I and I thought someone thought like broke into your house. Was coming into my home. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I was terrified. Wayfair bust into my house. No, I'm sorry. That was. I tried to stop it, and then some things happened. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, okay, okay. I, we're saying yeah. <laughs> Any Wayfair, I think that 
We found the title for the episode. <laughs> so here's my opinion on this whole situation. Cause I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm one of those people like for the last, like my entire life, I've literally done nothing but like when Republicans bring up like their whole like pizza gate conspiracies and stuff like that. I'm always like, are you fucking kidding me? And just blow it off immediately. And there's a lot of this to me that I'm not going to lie to you does to me almost sound like the liberal version of Pizzagate. However, the last thing I would want is for me to think that way and then find out that it's true. You know what I mean? But there's a lot of different like conflicting opinions online about like people's experiences. And at the end of the day, it's a QAnon study. I, I don't know. I, I'm on I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. I don't listen, know how I feel about it. I'll listen. be totally honest. Have you seen Don't F with Cats? Yes. Yes. After watching that documentary, I'm put first of all, I'm putting her on the case. She's on the case. And I absolutely believe it. Because the court of public opinion, we are the new sleuths. Hang on. Are you okay? talking about body moving? Yep. Body moving, who in the last putting, five minutes looked at me after I after I spent six hours on that on that documentary, and she looked at me in the face and said, "Are you complicit?" And I literally shut the TV off and said, "Fuck you." That body moving, yeah, body okay. moving can kick rocks. <laughs> Let me move on from this because it's not helping. <laughs> um, uh, I think that this is the truth because I have personally looked for like buffet tables on Wayfair and they will be like different names. And I'm like, why this is, you'll look it up on like Walmart or even Amazon and it'll have the same name, but on Wayfair, it will have multiple different names. So, and there'll be different prices too, but like off by $20, which is, which is pretty normal. So to hear about this, this one is ringing to be true in my head that makes complete sense. And have you heard that they have been selling beds to ice beds and pillows and blankets and multiple children in ice custody have gone missing. Yeah. Direct that's correlation. a, that's a, that's a Direct. biggie. That's a biggie. So don't tell I me haven't seen enough information telling me why it can't be true. I've seen a lot of articles that are like, Oh, you guys are crazy. If you believe this conspiracy theory, but they're not really giving me their reasons why. It's just and like, also, it's not true. Based on what? Yeah. Also, if you read the reviews from Wayfair, everything comes damaged. Everything. Everyone's like, why did I buy from this website? My table or chair just came completely damaged. So to see I don't have a dining room table right now because I already bought it months ago and it's still fucking broken and they haven't replaced it. So I can personally attest go. to that. There you go. So to have something for $10,000 when they do not handle their stuff with care, that is ding, 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 ding. I don't need the FBI, the CIA, or the government office to tell me that something is wrong here. I also, don't. I thought Wayfair's whole thing was like affordable pricing of like designer shit. So yes, the they're claiming the pieces of furniture that were $12,000, those were commercial size and grade. So they're actually affordable for what the item is. Allegedly, no, that's what they're saying. I've seen that shit at the container store. We all know the container store is overpriced for less. No, nice try, Wayfair. They're saying it was commercial size, though. So they're Here's saying it's thing. not size for your house. It's size for like warehouses, factories, shit like that. 
Okay. No. <laughs> Incorrect. Like I don't buy that. And here's my here's my thing <laughs> overall. The one the the part of this whole thing that's honestly the most suspicious to me is Wayfair's defense of it and and this tactic to primarily focus on saying like the, you know, like warehouse size things like that. Whenever they have even though they've mentioned it, like they haven't really doubled down on like the pricing glitch scenario and the pricing glitch explanation which to me is a lot more i buy that a lot more you know what i mean like i would i i can see like listen like having worked for a software company i know that shit happens sometimes and maybe it's like you know the wrong time like where somebody caught something and was like and brought it up and all of a sudden like some price glitches of some you know relatively unknown items on our site became exposed for a trafficking ring but whenever they decide to go and what? like explain that, what do you mean? Does that happen? Well, that's what they said. Well, I'm just yeah, saying in general, it can like happen. software. Like yeah, if you have like, an e-commerce business, sometimes yes. there's glitches because it's you have, primarily based yeah. on the internet. You have a okay. wrong code, or you have something like an issue that goes awry in the back and like the back end of the software um, that's relaying the information to the site. That happens. So I get that. However. The fact that they've kind of doubled down on saying like, oh, well, this is, you know, meant to be, you know, a what what'd you call it? It's like commercial grade. Commercial, or like commercial grade or whatever the fuck. Like to call it that and double down on that explanation instead of the glitch explanation is really not gonna lie, that's suspicious to me. Like I would think the the glitch is what you immediately jump to, you immediately blame the technology if it's false. I will say uh, some factual evidence, some reasons why people are saying this isn't true, is the fact that a lot of the alleged, like, children who have gone missing, like, they are not missing. Like, people know for a fact what happened to them, and a lot of them are fine. Like, one of the girls who everyone was like, oh, my God, like, she's missing, and they, like, shared a missing poster of her. She was on Facebook Live and was like, I'm not missing. I'm at home with my family, and it's really sick that someone would Photoshop my face onto a missing poster. So... Something to be considered. There's definitely oh, yikes. Yeah, that's if the internet's taking it over and doing that. Yeah. So there's that. There was also a piece of furniture that was named after uh, this little girl. She was a three year old autistic girl who tragically died in a pond. So she wasn't missing. Her family knew what happened to her, and she died. So for everyone to be like, see, she's another missing child. Like, no, she's not. She tragically died. Wayfair did make a statement about how their furniture is named. And they said that they use some type of algorithm, something to do with like regions and names that are popular and they pop them. It's like literally they it's don't like even name them. It's like, yeah, it's, it's literally, it's literally like the algorithm just names the furniture for them so they don't even actually choose names is what they said so there is some evidence to say that this could not be true like especially that girl being like that sick that you would put my face on a missing poster but also there's a lot of shit that i'm like but it's not if i were wayfair that's what i would do i would find someone who's completely fine and photoshop their face onto a missing poster and say what look look at this person over here she's fine well, she was yeah. part when I had first heard this story, she was in that that like Twitter thread when people were first first started talking about it. So it was well before like this even got super famous. So 
I, she, I had seen her missing poster like the first day that this news broke and she didn't go on Facebook until a couple days later. Interesting. All this being said, I'm not going to lie. I do have a big problem with QAnon and the things that tend to start trending on QAnon are almost always debunked and people are like, listen, this is incorrect. It's false information that just started to go viral. Like, I don't know. It's too early to tell on this one for me. Yeah, I would say jury's still out for me, too. Apparently, according to all of the resources I used online, um, particularly Rolling Stone, they're saying that QAnon has had an angle that Donald Trump is like he has this whole fight against uh, pedophiles and human trafficking rings. It's a direct response to the whole Pizzagate situation. So basically, this is kind of a ruse to paint him as like a hero who is anti-human trafficking is essentially what QAnon is trying to do. Ew. Anti-human trafficking, but he's sticking all these families in ice. (gasps) Listen, don't shoot the messenger. I don't agree, but that's (gasps) allegedly what their angle has been since he was elected. And the thing with QAnon is a lot of their... um, It is bullshit. A lot of their opinions tend to be very kind of right-leaning conspiracies also. So that does kind of make me scratch my head a little bit and be like, "Mm, do I want to jump right into bed with this conspiracy theory? I'm not sure. I'm going to keep an eye out because I am very suspicious. Because no matter how you slice and dice this. I am too. And I think something to be considered is the fact that we are all aware that people can use Photoshop and... I'm saying this because I have a hard time remembering that myself. So I'll see something on the internet and be like, oh my fuck, like both of these pieces of furniture are like literally exactly the same. Like the prices were different. A lot of those images allegedly were Photoshopped. So I don't know what was actual, actually really on their website and what wasn't. Um, But a lot of these actual news publications are saying that a lot of the images that were circulating were fake. I'm still suspicious. I hear you. I hear the evidence. Oh, I am too. I have not come to a decision on this at all. Right. This is something that 10 years from now, we'll have to table it till then. And we'll see the true trajectory of what happened. Shane, are you alive? (laughs) You haven't spoken in like 30 seconds and I'm concerned. (laughs) I, I, I was just agreeing with everything that was being said. On mute? Yeah, I just didn't have anything to say. Very strange, Shane. Very strange. Okay. Sorry that I'm trying to turn over a new leaf. Okay, so one last thing I think we need to mention. Um, we talked about this tragedy last week, but Naya Rivera was found, and it's Ugh. just so sad. I can't imagine what her family feels like i can't imagine what her glee cast members feel like like it's just it's horrible it's awful and i once again as i did last week i want to take the time real quick to just in my own words just debunk the bullshit that i've seen online about suicide after communicating more with her son her four-year-old son They've essentially determined that from what it seems like he from his experience, he claims that he got her or she got him onto the boat 
And then she was pulled under and he never saw her again. And so in my opinion, like, I think a lot of this, like, I'm so sick of hearing the the suicide and especially the double suicide rumors that have been going around. Because in my opinion, it seems like she literally just as sad as it is, she had enough energy to save him and she didn't have enough energy to save herself. And it's awful. And like, this is where body movement has a little bit of validity because yes, people love to latch on to these tragedies and make them as like spicy as possible. Of course. And it's do. honestly kind it of sick. Off. It's disgusting. I will say last week I said, I hope they found her so that her family can get some closure this week. I have a different opinion. I don't know that you ever receive closure from that type of tragic situation. So right. my heart is with them. I guess that leaves us at the end. Yikes. I know. Ugh. Well, no, let's end on a happy note. Um, any call outs from this week? Any any positive feedback you guys received? So I got to interact with Randall, who is one of the fans of the show. And I just want to say, Randall, you star. I am so happy that you are listening. And I'm so happy that you like my input. It is so heartwarming. I love you. So thank you for listening. And we appreciate it, especially me. Especially me. I also want to take the moment to say, where the hell are my fucking fans at? I started a (laughs) podcast. I came up with the concept. I worked my tail off to edit this shit every week. And I don't have a single fan out there. I'm so confused. Everyone loves Shane, loves Sherry. What the fuck about me? What do you mean you don't have fans? No one has ever come out and explicitly said that they love listening to the podcast to listen to me. I do. And mm-hmm. so do I. Okay. Thank you guys for your pity. I really appreciate it. Wow. I really do. <laughs> you sound so convincing. Let me tell you. Okay. Well, I think. Anyways, on that note, follow us on Instagram at Shane Howell at the young Amanda at Apotha Sherry. No, her. Oh my God. Handle is yes. not Apotha Sherry. That's one of them though. That's one of them. She has so many fucking handles. I do. Well, that's the one that she's trying to build up. Yeah. Okay, fine. Follow her there. That's why nobody likes you, Amanda. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, he's not. I'm just kidding. You guys, I'm sorry. This is my last episode. I won't be on anymore because of what I just said. Anyways, it's been nice knowing everybody. You know. Listen, as much as I would love to fire you, the people wouldn't allow it. So you're stuck here. Uh, I don't know why, honestly. I think I'm kind of a fucking bore, but whatever. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're both a delight. I also think we need to end this episode. So Shane, you know what to do. One, two, three... We, we out. out. Why the you guys? Hell do you guys <laughs> delay every single time. We delay too long. It's supposed to be one, two, three. We out. We, we out. out. Thank you, okay. Sherry. Thank you, know you Sherry. Fuck off. One. Ready. One, two, three. We out. We, we out. out. Okay. Goodbye, <laughs> Sherry. Why were you so late that time? I wasn't. Amanda, though. why were you so late? One, one two, late. three. Yes. We out. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> she gets the t- <laughs> she gets the timing right this time. Okay, oh. forget this. We're over. It's done. So just.